people and welcome to my podcast how to's so today we're going to talk about something a little bit more extensive it's gonna we're gonna be here for a while so if i were you i would get comfortable and i'll get a paper and pen to write down some tips so today we're gonna be talking about relationships i'm gonna talk about the traits of a toxic slash unhealthy relationship and traits of a healthy relationship so you know what to look for and what to avoid and i'm gonna teach you how to let go of a toxic relationship and how to gain and maintain a healthy relationship. Now, before I begin, I want to give credit to the websites that I use to gain extra information because, you know, I love to do my research and make sure that all the information I'm getting is coming from um, psychiatrists and psychologists that actually are experts in this and, you know, using other people's experiences as well and my own experience to help you get the best advice possible. So the websites I used were the universityoftexas.edu, um, healthy relationship, the seven C's of a healthy relationship in the counseling and mental health center um, section. I use the hotline.org healthy relationships um, website and I use the tinybuddha.com website letting go of unhealthy relationships and rediscovering yourself. So let's begin. So a while back I did a field research about toxic relationships and in this field research I conducted a survey a survey that was mostly of 18 to 20 year olds which are honestly in my age range um, and their point of views on relationships and toxic relationships so everyone that took this survey has or is in has been in a toxic relationship and I asked questions like how long they were in the relationship for what made the relationship toxic um, certain qualities about themselves that they didn't know were qualities of a toxic person but the way I worded it I made sure they gave their honest answers about it and just more information on their opinions on such relationships how to move on from them and you know what helped them move on if it still affects them today and from that survey I learned that they the biggest issue was bad communication and lack of communication it seemed to be an issue on both sides of the party and it's what caused a toxic relationship now, I will go into further detail about other things that can cause a toxic relationship, but if you want a podcast about me explaining um, how to better your communication skills and avoid bad communication, have great communication within your relationship and other people, I can do that. Just let me know. But for now, let's begin by talking about traits of a toxic relationship. Now, in the hotline.org, which talks about healthy relationships, what I loved about this website is that It made very clear the differences between a healthy relationship and unhealthy relationship and abusive relationship now the reasons I want to go into the traits of these relationships is because a lot of times especially if we have been in a toxic relationship we tend to just know what to avoid but we never know what to look for and we never really know what is consistent in a healthy relationship me personally my first relationship was a toxic one in fact it was even like an abusive one and when I got into my second relationship that was a healthy one, I found myself very frustrated with myself and very confused and always questioning things because I was so used to a toxic environment that even though I knew what I didn't want, I didn't know what was good and what was bad and what was okay. I just knew that I didn't want what I had before. But that wasn't enough to keep things healthy and to keep things, you know, peaceful because I wasn't sure what was okay. And I've also noticed within, you know, especially like younger couples, you know, teenage couples, high school couples, and like college couples, Um, there's a lot of relationships that are unhealthy that aren't necessarily abusive because a lot of people tend to think toxic they think abusive and extremely bad like everything to the extreme 
But realistically, if the relationship isn't healthy, it's unhealthy. And there's a lot of unhealthy relationships out there that aren't good and that aren't bettering people. But people don't end them because they don't see them as, th- as so, just because it's not the extreme. So the first thing we want to talk about are traits of an unhealthy relationship. So number one, just like I mentioned earlier, no communication. If you don't communicate with each other, if you don't know how to talk to each other, if you're not very vulnerable with each other, you don't really open up, that's a bad sign and that's unhealthy. The second trait is disrespect. This is a given, but a lot of people tend to look past this actually. So disrespect can come in many different forms. It's not necessarily super blatant. Sometimes disrespect can come in, um, you know, not caring about your opinion or your say in certain decisions. It can come in jokes, you know, sometimes your partner would like to crack a joke about you and maybe you find it disrespectful, you find it hurtful, but when you tell them about it, they kind of just dust it off and not care. They're just like, oh, it's just a joke, you know, or maybe they just don't care to know about, you know, like where they are or just all around like disrespectful stuff. Um, another trait is not trusting each other when there's no trust. So I know it's become very trendy on social media to make jokes about how girlfriends are constantly looking through their boyfriends um, phones and trying to find out like who they're talking to what girls are like their pictures on Instagram and all this stuff but realistically that's unhealthy I know that sounds bad and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with this but it's true it's unhealthy if you truly trust your partner you wouldn't care to know what's going on in their social media you wouldn't care to know what's going on through their phone you wouldn't need to because you trust them you wouldn't need to open up their phone and see what's going on you wouldn't need to know all their passcodes because you trust them and if they were to give you the passcodes and were to give you their phone it wouldn't make a difference because with or without it you trust them another trait is dishonesty this is another blatant one but a lot of people also look past it. If your partner is not being 100% honest with you, they like to hide the truth from you. If they don't like to tell you everything as it is, if they like to hesitate or bend the truth, that's not healthy. In a relationship, you have to be completely yourself and um, open to each other and vulnerable with each other. And if you're not being honest with each other, then that's not a healthy relationship. And the last trait of, a healthy, of an unhealthy relationship is that you only spend time together. Now, this is more directed to like high school and like early college relationships. Um, typically, especially in your first or second relationships, you know, you always love to spend time together. You always love to be around each other. You always want to, you know, be each other's best friends, be each other's everything. You know, you want to be standing hip to hip, but that's actually super unhealthy. And in fact, it is necessary in a relationship to have an individual identity and to have alone time to be by yourself or to be with your friends, to be with your family. You shouldn't have to be with your partner 24-7 every single day. So if you're only spending time together, and if that's like the only person you spend time with, that is also very unhealthy. So those are the traits of an unhealthy relationship. So if you start noticing things in a relationship, or when you're talking to someone and you're starting something new, and you're noticing any of these patterns, even slightly so, that's unhealthy. And if I were you, I would already cut that out and I would look the other way. Now, let's get into traits of abusive relationships, which abusive relationships are basically unhealthy ones, but to the extreme. But just in case, um, because me personally, even I didn't understand what abusive relationship was until I got into one and then someone explained it to me. So I'm just going to go over the traits of what these are so you can also avoid them or understand if you're in one. So number one trait is bad communication. So communication, yes, super important in a relationship, but there's also a good way and a bad way to communicate you know just communicating isn't enough like you need to know how to communicate correctly and typically in an abusive relationship it's 
bad communication a lot of threats a lot of manipulation a lot of things like oh if you don't do this for me you don't love me you must not like spending time with me if you're not doing this for me um i you must not trust me if you don't let me go to here like a lot of threats and a lot of things that basically make you feel guilt tripped and shameful over just a question or just genuine curiosity or just anything really typically bad communication is when they guilt trip you and make you feel like everything's your fault instead of you know a healthy communication where you guys can actually find a compromise if you notice you're constantly being threatened or guilt tripped for something in the relationship it's probably abusive and that's definitely something you need to cut out um, another trait is mistreatment mistreatment comes in all forms and all ways um, it could be literally physical like physical abuse emotional abuse or just you know blatant disrespect any way of being mistreated if you don't feel safe that's abusive so again watch out for that another trait and this one actually happened to me a lot when i was in a toxic relationship cheating accusations if they're constantly accusing you for cheating and constantly wanting proof they constantly want to see your phone they constantly want to see who you're talking to they constantly want to know if you were thinking about someone else or not and they're constantly saying that you're a cheater or thinking that you're cheating even though you haven't done anything and there's literally no evidence or proof or no reason for them to even think that that's extremely abusive and that's a way of manipulation that's a way of making you feel guilty and them trying to gain control over you so if they're cheat if they're accusing you of cheating definitely is abusive and you need to get out of that situation and that goes into my next quality as well controlling typically people do a lot of things a lot of these things are very controlling and they're very manipulative which is very abusive if they want to tell you where you can go or where you can't go who you can and who you can't hang out with what you can and can't wear um what you could say and can't say this these are very controlling habits and this is very abusive typically and, and i'm gonna say this is a warning typically um these habits start very small and they start very you know like you like you won't really notice them at first so you have to like really be keeping an eye out for them but then as it grows and the longer you stay in the situation the more intense it will get so it's very important to pay very close attention to people's behaviors when they even feel slightly controlling definitely keep an eye out for that and i would honestly just walk away from the situation because or the relationship um because it's just not worth it it's not worth to wait out and see if they actually are a controlling person if you feel like they're trying to control you or tell you what to do with no reason that's abusive that's not okay and the last trait is isolation if your partner is isolating you from your friends they don't want you hanging out with your friends they only want you spending time with them and they only want you to like be with them that's isolation and that's abusive so the difference between isolation and only spending time together is that um in an unhealthy relationship typically it's both partners that only want to spend time together like they're so infatuated with each other they don't even want to hang out with anybody else and that's unhealthy on both parts but if one of your partners is just just the other partner is constantly saying that they only want you with them and they're constantly trying to find excuses why you can't hang out with anybody else that's abusive so bad communication mistreatment cheating accusations controlling isolation from everyone else but them these are abusive traits and this is traits of a toxic relationship no communication disrespectful not trusting um dishonest and you only spend time together those are traits of an unhealthy relationship as well so all these things please look out for please avoid keep in mind that they will not seem so 
big or so effective in the beginning so you really have to keep an eye out and not fall for the infatuation when you're starting a relationship because they will get worse later on so it's very important that you keep an eye out for all these things now let's get into traits of a healthy relationship right let's brighten up the mood so obviously first trait of a healthy relationship good communication great communication you're open with each other you're vulnerable you can tell them whatever you want you don't need to walk on eggshells with them because you feel so comfortable and safe and it's just natural to tell them things about your life and be open with them about your good days and your bad days you have great communication that is a healthy relationship you should not be walking eggshells in your healthy relationship so that is great communication right there another trait is respect you guys respect each other you may not always agree you may not always support each other you may not always see eye to eye on things but you respect each other's decisions you respect each other's point of view and you just you just try to understand each other and that's super important in a healthy relationship you know respect and understanding so if you're respecting each other and you're understanding each other that's that's part of a healthy relationship another thing is trust so obviously if you trust each other and you don't doubt that this person's gonna like hurt you and you don't have to look through their phone you don't have to like check in on them have someone spy on them for you you trust them completely then that's that's a trait of a healthy relationship having good trust honesty if you can be honest in this relationship and your partner is always honest with you even for like ridiculous things they're always honest with you they don't want to lie to you even if the truth hurts they always want to tell you how it is straight up and they always want to you know tell you in a way that is respectful and kind because there's a way to be honest that is rude and there's a way to be honest that is kind so if they know how to be honest you know they have that good communication like i talked about earlier and they always tell you how it is the truth about everything how they're feeling and how things are between you guys that's a trait of a healthy relationship and the last trait i'll talk about is equality that you guys are equal in the relationship you guys make equal decisions you guys make decisions together you guys support each other there's no one trying to control the other no one trying to tell the other what to do you guys are two individual beings giving your 100 percent in the relationship because you guys understand that you guys are partners and you guys help each other out you try to make each other better people so those are the traits of a healthy relationship good communication respect trust honesty and equality within the relationship so those are the things you should be looking for when trying to achieve a healthy relationship all right so now that we've talked about the traits of a toxic relationship and the traits of a healthy relationship now that you know what to look for within a healthy relationship and what to avoid um, within a toxic relationship let's get into how to let go of a toxic relationship so my first tip is honestly to express your feelings in a letter a journal just write out your feelings i've tried this before personally where i've written letters you know to like an ex or someone that like really hurt my feelings whether it was a healthy or, or toxic relationship whenever i want to let go of something i write it down whenever i want to get a hold of my emotions and take control of my emotions and feelings i write it down it really does help you focus on what you're feeling focus on the moment and keep your thoughts in order because usually when you're going through something like this especially like after breaking up and getting out of a toxic relationship it's really hard like the breakup isn't the end of it like you have to deal with like the ptsd and the drama and everything that comes after it so it's really important to like start journaling or writing letters whatever it is that's going to help you to get your feelings in check and to like get it on order so you can truly let go and understand what you're feeling and understand the source of all these things the next tip is to clear your physical space this is one of those things that like when you physically see it and physically visualize like getting the person completely out of your life 
it really does give you that sense of peace like okay you're moving on you're letting go so me personally when i was getting through my breakup from my toxic relationship one of the first things i did actually it took me a while to do it if i'm being honest but once i did it, it really did help was getting rid of everything that had to do with this person so any poster or sign they gave me i ripped it up and i threw it out any picture of them i put a sticker over their face or i deleted it off my phone so i just made sure that everything that had to do with this person i got rid of it's no longer in my room no longer in my house and i never have to see it again and even though like doing it is hard because obviously there's always good moments even in the bad relationships there's always good moments in everything and in every person and sometimes you don't want to let go of things because typically a lot of these things came from like happy memories but you have to let go you have to let go even of the good times you have with that person because if not you're never going to move on from the relationship and physically letting go of these gifts they gave you and of the photos and the memories will help you move on and let go faster and it'll literally help you like physically see that they're out of your life and you won't have daily reminders of that relationship and of that person around you so it'll be easier to get them out of your head the next step is to set some standards typically we tend to get ourselves into these toxic relationships because we don't have standards for ourselves and it's true it sucks to know that but it's true we don't have standards for ourselves in fact we don't even have like standards for you know like how we want to live our lives like we just don't have standards at all like we just kind of expect the worst think we deserve the worst and think low about ourselves which is why we tend to attract these toxic people in the first place because we have such a toxic and bad mind mental health and mindset at the time so what i did personally was that i actually took a pen and paper and i wrote down some standards that i wanted and i focused more on like the personality and characteristics of a person and i would write down all my needs and like my wants from like my next partner and my next relationship and then i would live up to those standards myself so if i wrote that i want you know my next boyfriend to be patient i would work on my own patience and i would make sure that i myself am a patient person so i can attract patient people into my life the next step is to occupy yourself fill your time when you get rid of a toxic relationship, I mean, you're going to have so much free time on your hands. You're going to realize that you have like this weight taken off your chest. Obviously, you're still going to miss them. You're going to have moments where you feel kind of low because you got so used to having them around that like even though yes they were bad for you, they became a part of your life. They were like a habit. So, you're going to have so much free time now that this person's out of your life. So, what you should do is fill it up with good habits, habits that will better you as a person and make you feel more fulfilled you know maybe you can get more into spirituality maybe you can start hitting the gym again maybe you can start a new random hobby or start you know seeing your friends again seeing more family members traveling more whatever it is you've always wanted to do but you couldn't do do it and if you know it's going to make you a better person a kinder person do it this is the time to occupy that time and to just grow and the last tip i'm gonna give is to forgive now i know a lot of people tend to get confused when I say this to them, you know, to forgive the person that hurt you and caused you a lot of damage. It's it's a lot of it's a thing that a lot of people don't want to do because everyone has that misconception that forgiveness is for the person that hurt you and that if you're forgiving them, you're letting them get away with everything they did. But forgiveness is not for the person who hurt you. It's for you. It's for the people that have been hurt. It's for you to finally let go and move on because that's what forgiveness is. You don't need to be friends with this person to forgive them. You don't need to let them back into your life to forgive them. In fact, 
You can never see their face again and still have forgiven them. Forgiveness is all about letting go. It's saying that this situation and that person will no longer have an effect on you, will no longer will no longer cause you pain, will no longer just bring anything bad to you, will no longer hold you back from all the greatness that's holding for you. That's what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is the only way that you can honestly truly move on and let go of the past. It's what's going to help you learn from your mistakes and grow as a person. A good analogy that I was once told in a retreat about forgiveness and I'll never forget it is that, you know, the opposite of forgiving someone is constantly holding a grudge and wanting revenge on them. So let's say you you really want revenge on this person. Like you're holding a lot of hate towards this person and doing that is the equivalent of wanting to throw a hot piece of coal at someone, right? You want to throw this hot piece of coal at them because you want them to burn and like get hit by that hard piece of coal and get burned and have like their skin burned from that because you're just so angry at them, right? So you grab this hot piece of coal and you throw it at them. But by the time that piece of coal reaches them, it's no longer hot. It's cold. It's a cold piece of coal. And it hits them. And yeah, it gives them a little bruise. It hurts them. It kind of hurt at the moment that they got hit. But that was it. They didn't get any of that stinging pain. They didn't get any of that burn marks that you wanted them to. They didn't get nearly as much fury that you wanted them to get. They didn't get burnt. But you know who did? You. The person who grabbed that hot piece of coal and had it in their hands and took the time to throw it at them is the person who got burned. You're the one who suffered the burn marks. You're the one who suffered the stinging that lasts way longer than the sting of just getting hit by a piece of coal and then you're the one who has to deal with the scars and all the marks that have been left from getting burned so realistically the person who gets hurt more by holding the grudge and staying angry is you which is why forgiving is more important for you for us when we get hurt it's most important that we forgive because the only one's gonna get keep getting hurt is us if we hold on to it it's us if we let the situation like you know keep us holding back holds us back from the future and what we have in store for us so little review how to let go of a toxic relationship express your feelings in the letter clear your physical space set some standards occupy yourself and forgive they're not easy steps definitely not easy but once you start accomplishing them taking them day by day you'll start noticing the difference of how much you're letting go and growing as a person so now let's get into how to gain and maintain a healthy relationship so my first is going to be for like how to gain a healthy relationship, right? So going back to the first tip, going back to something I said before about letting go of toxic relationship is setting standards and living up to them. If you want a healthy relationship, you need standards for yourself and you need standards for the people that come into your life. You need to know what you want and what you don't want. You need to know like what you need and don't need, which is more important. You need to know like what kind of person, what kind of partner you want to have a relationship with. And then you have to live up to those standards yourself because it would be very unfair and toxic of you to be expecting something from someone and not be living up to them yourself. So if you want an honest partner, you need to be honest. If you want a hardworking partner, you need to be hardworking. And you need to live up to those standards yourself. I'm not expecting you to be perfect because no one is. But at least try. The effort needs to be there. And you start noticing that the more of a quality person you become, the more of these standards you put up, less toxic people will be coming to your life because you won't be accepting anything less than what the standards you put in. And you'll be attracting a lot more people that are like you because quality attracts quality. 
the more you work on yourself the more good people are going to notice this and they're going to want to come into your life that being said so will also talk to people who want to come to your life but you're going to be able to differentiate them from the good ones because you set the standards so set the standards the next tip is to build a foundation really get to know this person build a relationship of trust with this person build a relationship of respect with this person you have to really like set the ground for them right before you start a relationship because that's the whole point of a healthy relationship a healthy relationship you know obviously they go through troubles and they have their hard times as well but because of that healthy and good foundation no matter what happens it will never crumble Maybe some pieces will fall off. Maybe it'll get a little weird for a while, but you'll always have that foundation, that base setting to just keep working from there. So really get to know them, see what their morals are, your morals, if you guys align with each other, if they fit your standards. And from there, you start building that relationship, that trust and that relationship of respect with them. And my last tip, which kind of goes hand in hand with building a foundation is taking your time. Do not speed into a relationship. Do not just, you know, because you have strong feelings for this person, they make you feel so happy and all these things. Don't just jump to a relationship with them. Because fact is that, especially when you first meet someone, that's typically infatuation. And a lot of times we get into toxic relationships because we start a relationship based off our infatuation. Take your time. Let the infatuation fade. Don't go into a relationship with rose-colored glasses. Let it fade. Get to know them. Make sure they fit your standards. Build that trust. Build that respect. And really see if this is something you want, if this is something you need, if this is someone that makes you a better person, if this is someone that's going to add into your life and make it improve. Take your time with it. Don't rush into it. Take your time with the relationship. And now to get into tips about maintenance, maintaining that healthy relationship, be open to change. My first tip about maintaining is being open to change because fact is that the only thing that's consistent in our lives is change, which as ironic as that sounds it's true things are constantly going to be changing you know your goals are going to be changing their goals are going to be changing where you live is going to be changing um what you want from life is going to be changing the people that come into your life are going to be changing the people that come out of your life are going to be changing everything's constantly going to be changing so you have to be open to change and you also have to be open to changing together growing as people together growing and changing your goals together you know as a team because you guys are partners you're partners because you're a part of a team and you need to work together And you also have to be open to changing and growing to be better together. The next tip goes hand in hand with being open to change is checking in. Checking on each other in the state of your relationship. What have your goals changed? What are your feelings and ideas and thoughts about the relationship? Maybe you might think the relationship is fine, but your partner might think, hey, I think we're missing something. Maybe we should try doing this, we should try doing that. Or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe your partner thinks it's fine, but you want to change something. Maybe you both want to change something. Or maybe you both are fine with the way it is. But either way, check in with each other. Make sure, you know, that everything's okay and that, like, you guys are going the same direction. And if you're not, try to figure out if there's something you guys can do together so you can fix that, so you can grow and change together. And the last tip is being an individual. I have always been told that in a relationship, it's not two halves that make a whole. It's two holes that make a greater whole. You need to be an individual identity if you want a healthy relationship. You want to maintain a healthy relationship. You cannot become dependent on your partner they're not there for your dependence you guys are there to better each other yes but you can't take each other's identity you need to have your own identity to be better if that makes sense so remember to be an individual have your own you know activities have your own friends you know spend time with your family have your own alone time 
and in being an individual it will actually help with like bettering your relationship and keeping it healthier because you guys will be growing together that's definitely something that you have to keep in mind so as a review about gaining a relationship setting standards living up to them building a foundation with them and taking your time maintaining a healthy relationship be open to change check in on them and be an individual now the next thing i want to get into are some misunderstandings that we have about relationships about toxic and healthy ones me personally i know for a fact that when i got out of my toxic one and i got into a healthy relationship one of my biggest concerns was not knowing what was healthy or not and not knowing what was okay or not so i had a lot of misunderstandings about what a relationship should be because i just knew what it couldn't be so for example and it's going to be my first understanding misunderstanding so my first misunderstanding is that it's actually okay to be jealous so personally when i got out of my toxic relationship my first ex was super jealous like that was his thing like he was just an extreme amount of jealousy so when i came out of that relationship the first thing in my mind was that oh jealousy is bad if you're jealous that's not a good thing you can't be jealous your partner can't be jealous and you can't be jealous so that was like something that was in my mind so when i got into my healthy relationship and i found myself being jealous here and there i would freak out because i thought i was being toxic and i thought i was doing something wrong because you're not supposed to be jealous and it turns out that that was a huge misunderstanding and that it's actually really okay to be jealous in fact it's super normal to feel jealous especially if you really love the person and you really want to be with that person because jealousy essentially is just the fear of someone taking something that you have so it's normal to be scared that someone's going to take your partner away from you now the problem comes in is when you act on that jealousy when you start disrespecting your partner because of your jealousy when you start becoming controlling and you stop trusting your partner because of this jealousy when you start isolating your partner because of this jealousy that's the problem when you act on jealousy so if you ever feel jealous in your relationship or your partner feels jealous in the relationship that's okay it's a normal human feeling it comes and goes what matters is that you don't act on jealousy instead be open about it Something that helped for me when I was in a healthy relationship was that um whenever I felt jealous, I would open up about it. Even in my friendships, like if I ever felt jealous about someone or envious, I would open up about it and I would say straight up, you know, I feel jealous about this person because of this and this and this, and I would admit to it and I knew it made me sound, you know, nothing made me sound bad, but like it definitely wasn't comfortable for me to do. But in doing that, it made me realize that one the jealousy was honestly stupid like 90% of the time. and to it helped my jealousy go away a lot faster because it just became more controllable the more i acknowledged it it wasn't something i was trying to hide or avoid it was something that i was like constantly trying to get rid of and understand so in accepting it and talking about it being open about it helped me get rid of it and it also helped avoid me acting on it and actually gave me a chance to work on it and move on from it so that's the first misunderstanding that's a way to get rid of that um The next one is that it's okay to be worried. This kind of goes hand in hand with the jealousy one, but it just to clarify, it's okay to be worried about your partner leaving you. It's okay to be worried about your partner, you know, maybe talking to someone else. It's okay to be worried about your partner, you know, flirting with someone else. It's it's okay it happens. We all are human. We all have fears, we all have insecurities that come into our head here and there which are super annoying, but it happens. What's not okay is once again acting on that worry. It's not okay 
to trespass your partner's phone and their social medias and try to find out their password to see if they're talking to anybody or seeing anybody. It's not okay to tell your partner that they can't go out with their friends or they can't go out you know, to some event because you're worried that they're gonna leave you or they're not gonna come back. You know, it's, that's not, that's not okay. Like you shouldn't be doing those things. It's okay to be worried, just don't act on it. What you should do instead is honestly, again, just like with the jealousy, be open about that worry. Talk about it, let it out. You know, if you're honestly worried about something, you, you shouldn't be afraid to talk to your partner about it or talk to a friend about it if you honestly don't wanna to talk to your partner about it. Again, the more you acknowledge these feelings and the more you let them in and welcome them, the easier it is to like, you know, get through them and understand why those worries and jealousies and all these things are happening and the easier it is to get rid of them because you understand them now the next misunderstanding is that it's actually okay to get defensive so in a healthy relationship one of the things that should be occurring is that you guys are holding each other accountable accountable for your bad behaviors and when you're acting up or when you're just not being your best self it's okay you know you're supposed to be keeping each other accountable now it's okay to feel defensive it's okay to feel insulted by these things it's okay to feel a little offended by it but you should still be you know holding yourself accountable and responsible for your own things you shouldn't just be putting the blame on everybody you know whenever there's a problem in the relationship it takes two in the relationship to cause problems so even if you if you played a very small role in it you have to be willing to accept it hold yourself accountable for it and if you honestly don't like the way that your partner is giving you constructive criticism, again, a part of good communication is talking about that. Telling them straight up, like, hey, you know, I really appreciate that you're calling me out and holding me accountable for, like, the things that I do. But I could really appreciate if you said it in a different way, in a way that was so offensive because the way you said it really hurt my feelings. You know, like, things like that. You have to be open with your communication and letting them know how you truly feel. And the last misunderstanding is that it's okay to want different things. You and your partner do not need to be the same person. You shouldn't have to want the same things. You know, obviously your morals should be aligned. You know, your main like core thing should be aligned, but like simple goals and like even just like taste in music and movies, where you want to live, like your vacations, like, you know, like different things like that. Like it's okay to want different things. And it's okay, especially when it comes to, like, consent. And if we're going to get to the extent of, like, you know, sexual boundaries and, you know, physical boundaries, stuff like that, it's okay to not be okay with your partner, with what your partner wants. It's okay to not want those things. And it's okay to want things that your partner doesn't want. As long as you respect each other's boundaries, discuss each other's boundaries, and understand each other, and, like, really just try to create a safe of environment for each other. It's okay to not be the same person, not want the same things but you do still need to respect each other. You know, you can't act out or lash out just because someone disagrees with you or doesn't want something as you. You have to respect it. So again, to review the misunderstandings, it's okay to be jealous, but don't act on it. It's okay to be worried, but don't act on it. It's okay to get defensive, but don't act on it. And it's okay to want different things, just don't act on it. There are ways to counteract some of these negative feelings that are healthy and even more effective. You don't need to lash out based on negative emotions. You need to learn how to control your emotions, understand them so you can act in the best possible way for your relationship and for yourself in your own life. So that is the end of my podcast about relationships. I hope you learned something new and it was very insightful and educational for you. Um, the last advice that I would honestly give to you is just to take your time with relationships. 
there is no rush there is no competition relationships will come and go um take your time with it especially if it's like if you're still very young and looking for relationships don't stress about it really get to know the people take your time getting to know people that's how you can tell who they truly are for who they truly are and um, that's how it's going to be easier for you to get into a healthy relationship and also always work on yourself always try to improve yourself always try to better yourself you know if you feel like you're you know not that strong in certain qualities then you should work on that and if you are really strong in certain qualities you should be proud of that and uh, you know acknowledge your accomplishments because a part of being you know a part of finding a healthy relationship and avoiding toxic relationships is about also bettering yourself and putting yourself in a good and healthy safe environment so you it'll be easier for you to welcome a healthy relationship all right well that's all i have for you guys today thank you for listening and goodbye